Thanks to its R&D efforts, BKT is committed to helping customers succeed by offering high-quality, top-performance, and reliable tires that can handle any job in more than 160 countries worldwide. Welcome to this edition of the Modern Tire Dealer Show. I'm Mike Mangus, editor of Modern Tire Dealer. Today, we have a very special guest on the Modern Tire Dealer Show, John Langerak, the CEO of Wonderland Tire Company and MTV's 2023 Tire Dealer of the Year Award recipient. John was officially announced as our Dealer of the Year in the September issue of MTD, which featured a lengthy article about how John has built Wonderland Tire into the successful dealership it is today and is preparing the company for its next generation of owners and managers. In the article, John discusses a concept that he calls patient capital, a big picture philosophy that he has applied to nearly every aspect of Wonderland Tire's business with tremendous success. He elaborates on that idea in this episode of the Modern Tire Dealer Show. This is a can't-miss interview, so let's get to it. Hey, John, it's great to have you on our show today. Thank you for joining us, and congratulations once again on being MTD's Tire Dealer of the Year. Yeah, I appreciate that, Mike. Thank you very much. We're glad to be here today, too, and to talk with you again. Um, Had a good time back in August when we met, and looking forward to today. Really enjoyed it as well. Uh, that was that was a great opportunity to get to know you a little bit and to get to know Wonderland Tire a, a little bit better. And you know, in the in the big story that we published in the September issue of Modern Tire Dealer, where we announced you as the winner of our Tire Dealer of the Year uh, award, uh, you discussed something that I thought was really interesting: the concept of what you call patient capital and how that has enabled your company to take the long view when it comes to a wide range of things from the acquisition of other tire dealerships, the introduction of new products and services, uh, employee development, employee retention, and even uh, customer retention. And um, I'd like to kind of zero in on that today, John, if you don't mind. You know, for, for those MTD readers who might have missed the story or that particular part of the article, can you explain what the, the concept of patient capital is and, and how you were first exposed to it? Yeah. Um, we were members of a group in Grand Rapids here that was called the Family Business Alliance. And this was probably back 20 or so years ago. And there was a man talking about succession plans Mm-hmm. And that you have to take a long-term approach to that. And the, he, he used the term patient capital, um, which as a company, I think we always practiced that long-term or long-view approach to things. But when he talked about it, then we had a term that we could use as kind of shorthand for what we mean by taking a long-term approach to things. And uh, so we use that term quite a bit, patient capital. Well, and when we were talking uh, a couple of months ago, John, uh, in your office, um, you know, you mentioned that you've applied the patient capital idea to acquisitions Wonderland Tire has made over the years and continues to make. And you've grown considerably over the last 20 years through uh, several acquisitions. And um, you, you mentioned to me that whenever your company acquires another tire store, if that store happens to be struggling, 
you, you and, and and your your partner, your brother Dave, co-owner of Wonderland Tire, will will give will give that outlet up to five years to turn a profit. And I, I would have to think that's well beyond the industry norm. A lot of our listeners are probably hearing this and saying five years. That's that's crazy. But what what's like the thought process there? Yeah, there's quite a few things that we see as an advantage when we give a new store time. Um, to develop and become profitable. One of the things that we're concerned about if we do things too quickly is the employees themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, When you do an acquisition, the employees, uh, of course, are nervous. They're wondering if they're going to keep their job, how many things are going to change and how quickly. And so Part of the reason we give it that long-term approach is so that we don't need to change things as rapidly um, as others. And I think that that helps with employee retention for one thing. Um, The second thing is, is that um, to gain profitability, you have to put in new assets, you have to put in new structures, and you really have to build a business culture Um, and we have kind of a unique culture so part of the five-year plan there is is to put make sure that all of the employees and the store represents that wonderland tire culture and that takes time to develop Mm -hmm. and then the third thing is is that when a store is unprofitable um, to just start changing prices and things of that nature, then uh, you lose the trust of the community. And we're trying to gain that trust when we make that buyout um, so that the community feels good about coming in and having their tires and vehicle service there. And and it's always been Wonderland Tires' philosophy to plow a, a substantial amount of revenue back into its operations, right? It is, yes. Um, We always put together an asset purchase list in September of every year as part of our budgeting. Um, And we ask each store manager to come to that meeting with a list of assets that they will need for the coming year. Um, But yes, we plow a substantial amount of our profits back into assets. Um, I think David mentioned this when you were here, but we like to do things right. We like to have the right equipment. We have like to have our guys uh, be safe on the job. And if you're not constantly reinvesting back into the business, um, then the business starts to be not only become unsafe, but it becomes unsafe for the employees. Well, and probably unsustainable in the in the long term as well. Um, I, th- I think when we were talking about this, you you referred to uh, unwillingness to reinvest as frugalizing, which I thought was a really great way to describe it. And uh, that's that's something that you just can't do if you want to grow long term. Right, John? Yeah, Mike, I think that's a good point. Um, yes, we like to use that term frugalizing and what it <laughs> refers to is um, not reinvesting into the business so that the business is sustainable uh, long-term. And as you know, we always take a long-term approach to things. 
Um, we're building the next generation of ownership now, and we want the business to be successful and to be able to carry on long-term. And part of that is making sure that you're reinvesting back into the business. And I would have to think that does wonders for employee retention, which is such a big problem in our industry. You and I have talked about that over the last couple of years uh, pretty frequently. It's it's really tough to find and hold on to people, uh, maybe tougher than ever. But um, how, how, does, how does that patient capital approach allow you to uh, – retain good employees yeah we we when we hire an employee we look at it as a career for them Mm -hmm. Um, we're not taking a short-term approach to that employee so when we hire them we give them the proper training so that they can do the job properly and safely Um, but also we try to allow our employees to Uh, climb up the ladder of success in our company as well. We like to hire um, from the inside for management positions, assistant management positions. Mm -hmm. Um, And as we're building a structure, even um, like our uh, director of operations, those positions we always advertise in our company first and then Um, we will do those interviews. And if the person is qualified and works for us currently, that's what we like to do. We like to promote from the inside. Um, And one of the reasons we like that is, is we have that career approach to um, our employees, but also they know our culture. And so when they take on that position, that's one area of the business already that they don't need to learn. They already have that uh, culture that we've um, groomed, you might say, into mm-hmm. our employees over over time. Thanks to its R&D efforts, BKT is committed to helping customers succeed by offering high quality, top performance, and reliable tires that can handle any job in more than 160 countries worldwide. You also mentioned when we talked that the uh, patient capital approach allows you to um, experiment with with new products and even new services where you're not rushing headlong into something blind, but you are taking your time to uh, to develop it and to see what works and, and what doesn't work. And, and any examples of that, John, that you could share with our listeners? Yeah, um, I think the one that comes to mind first is that prior to 2015, we were not doing any uh, mechanical services. It was just tires. Mm -hmm. And we made an acquisition in Holland. um, And that store was doing uh, mechanical work and some undercar work. And uh, rather than just shutting that down, we saw it as an opportunity to experiment with mechanical services And so my brother kind of headed that up and um, that now has become a very successful part or addition to our business. And I think of value to our customers because when they come in, they can get um, not only tires, but they can also get mechanical work done. So that's one of those. Um, And I think now six of our stores 
uh, actually do under car and mechanical services on passenger and light truck. <laughs> Another example of that, I think, would be when we put AccuTread in, mm -hmm. we took kind of a long-term approach to that uh, for a number of reasons. One of it was the investment that had to be made, but we began testing AccuTreads in our fleets already back in 1996. Um, we would buy tires from Summerall Tire, who was producing AccuTreads, and then we ran those in our fleets for a number of years to make sure that the product was what we expected it to be before we pulled the trigger on actually installing AccuTread into our plant. And, and for, for those of our listeners who aren't familiar with AccuTread, AccuTread is a uh, proprietary uh, mold cure retreading process that Wonderland Tire uh, offers and owns exclusively. It was uh, established or, or created by by Bob Majeski of Summerall Tire Service, which is a company that, that Wonderland Tire acquired just a couple of years ago, speaking about continued growth and acquisitions. So, uh, so AccuTread really, you described AccuTread as a game changer for, for Wonderland. It was a big investment. Uh, it required a lot of capital at the time and uh, kind of a leap of faith. But as you said, as you, you took the time to develop it and to develop the market for it, you were able to integrate it into your system. And now it's one of the big drivers of Wonderland's profitability. Yes, it is. Um, AccuTread definitely was a game changer for Wonderland Tire back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, it is a proprietary product. It's a mold cure. Um, but yes, Bob Majeski actually developed that. And we began um, implementing it in our plant in 1998. And um, actually purchased the AccuTread trademark and name from uh, Bob back in 2014. So, um, and there are a few other dealers or tire independent tire companies that have plants um, that produce AccuTreads, but we are definitely the main uh, AccuTread producer. And as I said earlier, it's been a big driver for not only our profitability, but um, being able to give our customers uh, solutions for their tire program. A couple of minutes ago, you mentioned how uh, you are developing uh, the next generation of Wonderland Tires owners and managers. We talked about that in the article as well, how, how you've developed this group that's undergoing really a rigorous uh, multi-year training program so they can be ready to take over after you and your brother Dave uh, step down from your current roles at the company. Can you talk about the next gen program and how, how you're applying that patient capital idea to this? Yeah, sure. Um, we do have a family uh, management program that we put our children through if they want to work in the business. We don't force them to work in the business, but if they want to stay in the business and make a career out of it, then um, yeah, we allow them to start cleaning some of our stores when they're 12 or 13. And then we've laid out a five or six page document um, of 
training that they have to go through over the next seven or eight years mm-hmm. so that they have a full and well-rounded understanding of the tire business of our company of our culture and um so that they they also uh you might say rub shoulders with the other employees and build rapport with them um long term that they're hard workers and uh honest and it builds that camaraderie between the other employees as well so that when they do have the opportunity to manage or to take over the business, there's a trust there between them and the other employees. That's a very important part of a good succession or a smooth transition to the next ownership. So yeah, that's one area of it. And then the other area is, is that we have what we call next gen meetings every quarter with all of the um next gen uh family members mm-hmm. uh so that we can you might say build rapport between ourselves as well in a trust um in that they can show their commitment to us and that we can show their commitment to them and that's it's an important part of um them wanting to take over the business as well and feeling comfortable with doing that and again, it's an example of that long-term approach, long-term investment, patient capital, yes. making, making sure that you're you're not skipping steps, you're not rushing through it, that everybody in this program, the next-gen members are uh, well-trained, and, and when the time comes, will be in a great position to take over, and having won the respect of, of their peers and, and employees as well. Yeah, I think that's all part of it. And you have to start early enough. Um, I'm 55 now, and we started our next-gen meetings about three years ago already. Mm-hmm. And they will continue for another couple of years until we um, bring in new ownership. So um, I think that, yeah, that patient capital there is even more important than, I would say, other areas of the business because... The next generation is really um, a big opportunity for the company to uh, re- revitalize itself again, you might say. David and I have been in this business for 40 years now, and um, if you bring in some younger blood, they have uh, their own ideas of how they want to run the business. They've got very good ideas. Mm-hmm. They're bright and energetic. And uh, we see that as a huge opportunity for the company, um, not only in the short-term future, but the long-term future of it. John, as we wind down this episode of the Modern Tire Dealer Show, and it's been awesome having you on, really appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to join us. Um, You know, what would your advice be to other independent tire dealers who might be tempted, uh, per se, to uh, take shortcuts in their business, whether it's, you know, the rollout of a new product or the remodeling of a store or the development of employees. And maybe shortcuts isn't the right word, but maybe maybe folks who may not have the patience that you have and you've exhibited, what, what advice would you give to, to these uh, peers of yours? Yeah, I think that's a good question. Um, 
And I think what I would tell them is, is that when you um, implement a new product or a new service or a new idea into your company, you want to make sure that you have a plan for that. Um, and that plan should not take shortcuts, as you referred to it, um, because then that's when the plan falls apart as well. When you take those shortcuts, uh, even though it might look attractive to make something happen quicker or faster, if you take the time to do it right, then you don't have to keep going back to that area of the business and fixing problems or um, trying to solve or make it better. Uh, so we always like to plan ahead. Um, and yeah, I, I think maybe uh, the idea there is we're in this for the long term. And so... Um, if you do that and you do it right the first time, then that makes for a smooth transition to either a new product, a new service, or even a structural change in your company. So, Well, John, I wish we had more time to talk today. We'd love to have you back on the show at some point if you're open to that. Yeah, and Mike, I, I really enjoyed it too, and I appreciate you uh, offering this to me. And um, I hope that you have a good day and I definitely would be willing to do it again sometime. Well, well John, thank you. And I, th I think all, all of the elements that you talked about, all of the things that you discussed uh, certainly can be applied by, by our, our other listeners. And, uh, you know, I think the, the, the uh, uh, success of Wonderland Tire speaks for itself. And once again, congratulations on being our Tire Dealer of the Year award recipient. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you very much, Mike. Thanks, John. Have a great week. You too. Thanks for listening to the Modern Tire Dealer Show. Be sure to check out the September issue of Modern Tire Dealer, which contains our full-length feature story about John and Wonderland Tire. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast via several popular podcast platforms. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you soon. Whether you're working on a farm, a construction site, or in the OTR industry, BKT has a tire for you.